0: What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America N.A. member FDIC. What's the
1: one thing all great teams have in common: Great coaching. Don't try to suck up to me,
0: Avery. Hey! Goldberg! I bet if that dog was a brother, you stop it! No, I agree. I would not be an asset physically. I have more of a podcast body. Quack! 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 Quack!
1: Quack! 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 It's the Quack
2: Attack Podcast. Hey everybody, I promise I will get better at lying to kids. I'm Mike, that's Tommy. Hello everyone. That's Kevin. Hey y'all. Welcome to the Quack Attack Podcast. It's a Fit in Mighty Ducks podcast. We are back. We got another episode review. Episode 3 of Season 2. Entitled Coach Classic. Not going to waste any time. Very curious. I think I have... um, I think I liked... Last week's episode a little more than other people, and I think I disliked that this week's episode a little more than other people. But I'm interested to see uh just your opening thoughts, Kevin, on the episode. So I think this might be, save for like the the the
1: spirit of the ducks episode, I think this might be my favorite episode of the series. Interesting. I,
0: Interesting.
1: I thought it was that good. I, I thought it was just so good from start to finish. Uh, I, there were a lot of great one-liners, a lot of just like funny hijinks um the story was good uh like the a story i think advanced a good bit mm-hmm. um and i i just i i loved this episode i i thought it was really good all the kids were great um I, I don't think there was like a bad performance um i really enjoyed it i i like laughed out loud multiple times which i can't say about the first two episodes this season uh i just thought it was really really a fun episode
2: of television wow all right tommy your thoughts
0: um i i'm definitely going to be more with kevin on this one than, than you mike um and so i um i would have to go back and kind of like rewatch season one but so i can't really say definitively if this is like you know the best non spirit of the ducks episode but i really liked it too i also really liked the um, you know i think when once rich eisen got there it was like they really put it over the top yeah, yeah. um that, was, that was a great cameo in the uh the b plot with like the candy like that was good like that yes. was really good and having like the group separated really worked and really you kind yeah. of had three dynamics with evan and his mom and you had um coach cole and and, uh, and jace cole and then you had the candy and and then that, you
1: had sophie floating around as like right. a
0: utility player too. yeah just kind of like connecting everything and so i thought it was just like a really well-constructed episode um and it seemed like they really kind of you know flex their muscles in this um i i would say my my one one critique is that it was, again, it felt a little bit short, but I think all of these episodes are, um, but we'll, we'll get into it. It's just, I really liked it. I wasn't kind of like, okay, how much time is left in this one? It was uh pacing was very good. I liked it. And I was able to kind of overlook some of the, you know, man, these kids are getting their asses kicked by uh, NHL players, <laughs> which is Great funny. I mean, I, Eisen, <laughs> but but yeah. I, I loved Rich Eisen in there essentially being, you know, like, you know, 12 to four, those, coaches must be so proud you know it was very good
2: yeah yeah i I mean i didn't it didn't it wasn't like i disliked the episode or i hated the episode i thought it was good but i didn't like i would probably take episode two over episode three uh i maybe the concept for me was just a little hard to get over like the college coaches playing these kids and then it's 12 to 4 and then one coach cole switches teams and immediately makes it 12 to 12 and I don't know, I think it was hard for me to get over like, okay, these NHLers are going to play all out and still be tied with these kids. Um, I did like, you know, the betting storyline was good. The Sophie thing and Jace, I liked. I liked how we sort of got more out of Sophie and her sort of burnout and that kind of stuff. So that was good. Um, the, Cole and Jace was fine. I thought. I thought that was, there were a few moments that were a little cliche in there. And then Alex and Evan, I feel like, it's something we saw before, so that was probably where I was kind of like, all right, I, I'm sort of over this little relationship there. Um, so that that may be
0: where my negativity is coming from, uh, mostly. I think that's a fair point. Can we talk about um kind of Jace and his dad's relationship first? Sure. Um, first, I think we did a good job kind of predicting, and I guess it was good storytelling in the last episode, like we're going to get more about Jace. And I guess him, he was like actually a really good player, and now he sucks, whatever, he's got the yips. You know, he's got a glitch in his shot. That's good. Holy one- shit. Does
1: he have the yips? <laughs> the worst case of yips I've ever seen in my life. Yeah.
0: Yips with a capital Y. Yeah. Um, and the one, th- I guess my one big critique of this actually would be um, it seemed like all of Jace's lines when he was talking to his dad was just repeating his dad. Mm-hmm. It's like, if you go back and listen to it, it's, he says something like, like, oh, you're this is an example It's like, oh, you're not even trying. It's like, oh, am I supposed to be trying? It's just like but what do can we get something else you know (laughs) okay
1: since we're talking about it right now too can we just talk about how coach cole seems to be a very supportive father yeah Like, like he's not being an asshole at all to him like he is trying to encourage him he's you know like maybe i like i guess forcing him to be at the camp and stuff is another is a whole other issue but like he seems to be very like good supportive father, which is just funny whenever like yeah. Jace just throws it back in his face. And I, I don't know. I think that that's kind of a, a weird thing that is a little, a little off with that story, but uh, yeah.
0: Yeah. He's not raising his voice or anything now. Of course, yeah. Jace mentions like, oh, all the pressure you put on me, whatever. And so maybe yeah. it's something where he is trying to like, you know, recalibrate. Cause he's like, oh shoot, you know, you can do it, you know, that kind of thing, which is good, but it is clearly like a, you know, jace needs to be working with a sports psychologist kind of thing yeah. um but yeah josh jamal good again um jace you know i think we'll we'll need to see i, I wasn't i think judgment is still out um and i might that might have just been because again i didn't love his dialogue in this uh, episode
1: i do think that, that kid I, i've said this before but like i think he's a really good actor i think he's good at what he's doing but i but i agree maybe the dialogue is just a little off
2: yeah yeah. Naveen Paddock. Yeah. I thought he was really good in the last episode when he, he didn't have too much. And then this episode was a little worse, but again, maybe he had a little less to work with. Uh, yeah. The Cole thing is interesting because yeah, he just wants him to get out on the ice and get over his, his stumble. And I definitely get like, okay, maybe forcing him to be at the camp and then rigging the system to get him onto the team. Um, Like, yeah, that's a lot of pressure. And then doing it in a very public way, maybe not the best move. Maybe he, you know, has tried before, though, to do it privately, and Jace doesn't want to do it, so he has to get him on the ice. But, yeah, he was, like, on the other team holding his own teammates back for Jace to take the shot, and obviously it didn't work out. But interested to see where it goes there. Um, So, yeah, we had Cole versus Jace. Anything else on that before we
0: move to, you know, the next arc or so? So, so I guess connecting the two, we've got um, Sophie seems to be some kind of, you know, I, I'm glad that we got more of Sophie and kind of more about her talking about the pressure her parents put on her and like her getting like the PSAT book, you know, that's good. That's the Sophie we know. And like, you know, we were last episode, we we're like, what's going on? Like, like she, you know, this whole season one dynamic, it's like, they're ignoring it. Um, but they're definitely kind of setting up again, as, as I think one of Kevin who predicted it officially is, you know some kind of rift between Evan and, and um Sophie and maybe Jace is you know Mr. Steel your girl you know so that'll be uh that'll be interesting to follow over the next couple of episodes but I want to make a prediction right now and is that um Jace's shot is either cured or kind of um you know fixed by learning the knuckle puck from uh Ooh. Russ Tyler. Oh I like that. That would be good. That would be really good.
2: That, uh, not Fulton?
1: Because we've seen Fulton
2: enough,
1: like we know that he might come back. You know what I mean? Like, they could have filmed this already.
2: Yeah, I mean, Fulton is in Minnesota tearing down the ice palace. So I, I would, I like Russ Tyler lives in Los Angeles, or he did. All right, I like. I mean, of course, I'd love that.
0: (laughs) Yeah, uh, I was, I was gonna say something about the uh, Jace and uh, Sophie. Sophie. her pizza chain is always like on the outside they're making that very clear so maybe the next episode <laughs> all right. it'll be... you're, you're diving she's... into
2: some serious
1: symbolism here all right like yeah it.
0: she's gonna give it back you think no ne- next episode it's gonna be in tucked inside of her shirt mm. and then she will not wear it in the next step in like the episode after that and then she will give it back to uh to evan yeah uh I- go ahead
1: i was just i was just gonna say that I-, I liked i really liked the like evan death stare where it's like At you the know, end i yeah. like flirting and whatnot um but I, I wrote down that like jealous Evan is going to go on a war path. Like he's going to start crushing this tournament or this camp. Like he's going to, he's going to, you know, be a top three player just because, just in spite of, uh, of, uh, Sophie.
2: I like it. Or I just like it. Sophie.
0: Yeah. That's well, well, let's a good talk time. about Evan, Evan and his mom. Then, um, Mike, you mentioned like, Hey, we've gotten this before. Um, I actually liked, Evan and the actor Brady Newton's like, hey, you said you were going to not be my mom and you were doing this or whatever. Um, they did make up at the end, which is I think typical for their relationship. Right. But I, I did like the tension between them because I don't I want Evan to be like, you know, fuck off, you know. Can you just yeah. like leave me alone? And like, you know, you'd think he wouldn't even be sitting with her, like watching the game.
1: Yeah. I, I like you, to- you want him to channel his inner teen Tommy. Exactly. <laughs> you don't know what it's
0: like to be young. <laughs>
2: Yeah, I I did like it the fairly close to the beginning where Alex was like commiserating with him, like, "Oh yeah, you didn't get picked," and then, then Jace gave him the jersey and she was like, "No, you're not playing." Like she just switched it on him there. Uh, but yeah, I think it was mostly at the end where he, she was like, "Oh, I was wrong. You're right." I feel like like that was sort of the same thing when she got super into it in season one and was like, didn't play Logan, and then she had to come back to Evan and be like, "Oh, I was wrong." Like I you. Sh- we should just have fun and whatnot. So that, yeah, it just felt like a little bit of a repeat of something we already saw instead of pushing it forward, but anything else on, on Alex and Evan before we sort of go into it here?
1: No, I think, Um, I think that about covers it, but I, 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 it didn't feel as like forced as it sometimes does. So I, I think it felt a little bit better.
2: Yeah. I did think, what, how did you feel about, um, cole and alex sort of having that standoff where they realize they agreed I, with one each other each other i
1: i wrote down that i i loved the the romantic jingle playing in the background as they were <laughs> going through this. Know, it was like so painfully obvious that what like what they're trying to do but um i think their chemistry is like their on-screen chemistry is good yeah i think that i think that works um it's you know whatever it's just like a story story point story uh, an issue with the story focusing on that that i have a problem with, with whatever
2: yeah i thought it was very sort of bombay-esque where you know alex and bombay were fighting and then they were like oh they started to realize oh they agreed on this thing and then you know it came back but uh they, it did sort of take a turn at the end when cole finally was like you want you complain so much here i thought that was I was a little curious why Alex was the only dorm counselor there, and the rest of them were like actually coaches. And then, yeah, he gives her the the whistle or whatever, and says, "Oh, you're you're a coach now for the draft."
1: Okay, so I'm I'm very upset about that scene because I thought we were gonna get a duck. Mm. I thought we were. I thought when he was like, "We don't have much time for a search," and I thought it was gonna be you know Matt Doherty or somebody you know out of nowhere. Um, and then and then like i realized it was like ah shit they're just gonna promote her. <laughs> you know what i mean like i was like i should have seen that but i got really excited and then i was like oh okay
2: yeah they they should have had a duck and then had alex it's, be like an it's like wait a something. minute that's
1: josh jackson's music right
2: then... right that would have been incredible if he came in and then he was the coach of the mighty ducks drafted team yeah. Um, so yeah so we we talked about alex and evan we talked about cole and jace uh or, wait, quick, it also would have
1: been amazing if Coach T had... <laughs>
2: oh, Coach That's T something. would have been incredible, where he, like, yes. he finally drove up there and was like, why didn't we get invited to this thing? It was like, well, you're here, you could coach. That would have been... Yeah. I would have liked that maybe more than, like, seeing... Or, a duck.
1: or even just him coming back and then him having to coach, like, the Don't bothers. That would be yeah. great.
2: Yeah, yeah, that would have been a nice twist. I like that a lot. Um, the Coach Classic... In terms of the actual game and the concept, did it annoy you as much as it did me that like there were these
0: adults playing these fourteen-year-old kids? I don't, sorry, go ahead, Connor. I'm gonna say yes. Like, and they should have done some kind of like, oh, we play three on five or something like that. But it's like, I understand it is kind of cool. It's like, hey, you get a chance to take on your coaches. Is, is it a good concept? But that's when like, if you play basketball against like your your teachers who aren't like college basketball players that's like a fun yeah, thing right you know but here it's like all these guys played in the NHL or college you know maybe two of these kids will have play have like minor league careers that maybe could transition to NHL if this is like elite you know but wasn't in love with that concept I, I liked that they were getting their asses kicked but then like Mike said that it scaled back you know when you know Cole gets like a, a plus eight in the third period, you know, just playing with a bunch of kids. <laughs> yeah,
1: I so I I didn't mind the concept like at all. The one thing I had an issue with is choosing the kids at random. <laughs> like, yeah.
0: Oh man, <laughs> I, it would be great that to like have. was like a
1: plot device, but like, why? Like, why would they do the top ten kids? That would make the most sense. Like, that's what they do all the all the rest of the time. Right. Why? Why now is it random? Like, I, I don't know that that bugged me, but whatever. It's a plot I- device. I get it
0: i didn't mind it i i thought it was like because i guess you could do oh we'll take top 10 and then you got to have them like fighting to get in the top 10 and then nick like i'm gonna get totally out you know like just stop moving um but I, I like the the random um and i think it also makes yeah. it you know quote more fair for uh everyone but again like kevin said that made it better plot device than just the top 10. Yeah.
1: I, yeah, I did like uh i did like evan and nick opening the door both rooting for different things i thought that was really yeah. funny
2: yeah, that was a good scene. Yeah, like to Tommy's point, they should have had some sort of handicap or something where you know they were, they were played like seven players on the ice or yeah three on five or maybe they were up by five goals or something. They could have done something pretty simple to make it a little more uh, believable there. But tis what it is. Uh, and then yeah, Quick, as, go ahead. Oh, sorry, good. I was are, I was gonna move we, on to Rich. I don't. Okay. The only question I had is I wanted to
1: stop. Uh, I, I wanted to pause. I didn't really have time. Did we see any coaches in the coaches classic uh, with familiar names? I, oh. I didn't have, did anybody stop and pause? I was, I was trying to peek and see if we, if there were any, maybe, you know, former Iceland players or anything like that. Interesting. On there, little, no, the exactly. only name means-
0: was Johnson, right? Like the guy who got hurt. And it was the coach no, you got. No, no, right? right. no.
2: In, in, I- I'm sorry, in the highlight video they showed.
0: Oh, in the highlight video. No.
2: Yeah. The only sort of detail I noticed is Cole had a jersey like framed on his wall. And it certainly looked like a Dallas Stars jersey. It, it did. Like I noticed victory that. A green jersey. And I was like, oh, did Cole play for the Dallas Stars? Uh, which would make sense, I guess, if you want to tie it back to the North Stars and then, you know, they moved to Dallas. So I, I did like that. But yeah, as we mentioned uh, before, Rich Eisen coming on with the cameo. Very unexpected.
0: Oh,
1: I so enjoyed good. it. I-, I gasped. I, I was like, <laughs> yes. <laughs>
2: you know. Yeah. Uh, it's, I- um,
0: so what's interesting is, of course, Steve Brill is like, he's in, you know, the Happy Madison camp, you know, with mm-hmm. he's directed, um, you know, i Sandler movies before. And of course, Rich Eisen, Dan Patrick, those guys have sh- like kind of had, you know, roles and there's kind of always been like a little bit of that espn abc disney over with some of the uh the more recent you know adam sandler movies so um it's great like that was a great get i guess not totally on unexp- not like oh i bet rich eisen's gonna be in this but it makes sense if you think about it um but it's also like rich eisen with some of the better lines in the uh, entire episode
1: it, it was like just line after line after line so good like he was just fantastic
2: yeah, for our international listeners who might not know who Rich Eisen is, and he is a sports uh, personality. I would say uh, was on Sports Center for a long time. Kind of did. birthed
1: like the modern sports caster. Yeah, like or helped helped birth it.
0: Nineties, like Patrick ESPN, like um, it was like the uh, the glory days of Sports Center with him, Dan Patrick, and you know, Stuart Scott, it's, you know, very recognizable, especially to like uh, guys our age who grew up watching SportsCenter.
2: Yeah. yeah. Now he has his own show. It's mostly focused on our lovely American football. And uh, it, it, it is funny because Josh Dumel was on the Rich Eisen show ahead of the premiere. And I thought that's a weird way to promote. Like I, that seemed like an odd pairing to promote like a hockey show on the Rich Eisen show, but uh, it all makes sense now. Uh, but yeah, so Rich Eisen comes on, and I thought he sort of redeemed the episode because he, he was self aware that this was a ridiculous <laughs> concept, um, so I I did appreciate that as well. Um, can, can we
1: can we run through some of his quotes? Sure, sure. I, I loved I loved the the opening line when he, when he's like the coaches are heavily favored. Because they're adults. It was yeah. Great, great delivery. Everything about it was great, and I liked when he said it's going to be a long night for the kids. Yeah. <laughs> that one made me chuckle too. Uh, I think there was one more. Well, uh, he said,
0: "Like oh, I'm here because they paid me a ton of money." Actually. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And he,
1: I mean, one, he's like, "Who am I talking to? Are, are they broadcasting this?" I don't right. I don't see a light. Right. That was and good. Then, I thought, uh, a plus.
2: Yeah. End of the first period. My favorite was the coaches must be very proud of themselves beating children twelve to four. Um, <laughs> yeah so yeah rich the, Eisen was good how do we the feel Interaction
1: marnie? with nick yeah was was good too and marnie was great in that in that little scene nick obviously just did a lot of face acting but marnie was fantastic uh she really was great the whole episode as well as she just continues to crush
2: yes yeah she snuck in where where she had to go get jace to meet cole and was talking about which was the opening line of the episode i promise i will get better at lying to kids and then, yeah, she had. A, he's going to have a big journal entry tonight when Nick <laughs> met Rich Eisen, so good ones.
0: Um, yeah, anything else on Rich, Tommy? Uh, no, but I think he might get um, brought up again later in the episode. Oh, oh foreshadowing.
2: That, yeah. There we go. I like that. Um, yeah, as I mentioned, Coach Cole really that good. Like, there's 12 to 4 or whatever. He switches teams, and they he immediately brings them all the way back to a tie. Um, yeah. Johnson gets the knee injury. The only thing we, we've sort of alluded to, but haven't really talked about was the, the candy bar betting thing. Yeah. I thought Maya was really good in that. How did you feel about the whole sort of arc of that
0: storyline? I liked it a lot. Um, I I'm a big proponent of doing, um, side bets, but also giving odds to those side bets. And, and so I like that Maya really knew what she was doing. Um, wasn't so sure about those odds, like going up as right. more people were betting on the on the kids. So it's like, I think Maya needs to uh, go to bookie camp next uh, summer, <laughs> but I really liked it. Um, and it was interesting, like, you know, kind of having that push at the end and then Nick paying it off. So, and I also yeah. think, you know, another prediction that we've already talked about this, but, you know, I was wondering if uh, Maya was going to give Nick a hug or something and right. that would you know send some butterflies um her mentioning that she's on her second boyfriend was good and i think like they might be setting up that you know maybe nick will get a, a shot with maya by the end of the as season as i
2: predicted already
0: that yes. a bold i wrote that the beginning too. Yeah. i wrote that down too i said
1: uh i was like uh maya nick again um i wanted i definitely wanted to bring that up because I, I i'm bold it's it's gonna happen it's it's happening period yeah 100% lead pipe. Po- lead pipe lock I really liked the opening scene where they're all getting the candy. Um, I thought the, the, the Nick opening his box from his mom's was great. Um, I also called Liz into the room because that is absolutely something that uh, like, like it's her parents, like they love candy and they, her mom also always sends a newspaper clipping. Like anytime we see her, like she always gives us one. Uh, I thought that was a really funny line too. What were the, um school board treasurer, like whoever that was a good line
0: Ms. miss vaughn um <laughs> who were, what were the four candy groups he said because we might have to have another episode about this mm.
1: he said caramels hard cheese. candies there, were there and then and, and hard candies and then yeah were there nougats? I forget what the other one was maybe gummies
2: i don't know we're gonna have to go know. back we're gonna we're have, like, like, we'll fuzzy, come back fuzzy slippers, and, and... Ch-
0: fuzzy slippers for chili nights was funny too we'll do a quick question about the uh the true like Mount Rushmore of candy categories. Mm. Mm. Yeah. I I like what, to send to your kid to hockey
2: camp. uh, I, Yeah. I don't like his line when they're like, Nick, do you want in? He was like, it'd be good, Like gambling with their love. Uh, that was a good one. <laughs> yes. Um, yeah. As Tommy mentioned, yeah. the, the odds should have went down when everyone started betting on the kids. Uh, but I can excuse that. They got Maya's, greedy. Yeah. Maya's a little inexperienced as well. Uh, taking it. But
1: yeah. How do Great. we, uh, I was just gonna say, great line. Whenever the the girl is one one uh, candy bar short and has the body wash, uh, and she goes, "We don't accept body wash." And Coop goes, "Hang on a second, smells it." And He goes, "We will accept body
2: wash." Yeah, <laughs> and then that it was came. Great, great yeah.
1: delivery from him. Great everything. Everything about that scene was perfect.
2: Yeah, and then it came back at the end when they're like, "Oh, what do we do?" Yes, and then we can't run that. They'll track us. I smell like watermelon. I thought that was a great line from Coop uh to call it back there. Yeah, obviously Maya was good. Coop was pretty good. How do we feel about Sam? As we go back to Sam here. It's just a passenger. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I, I he, he definitely got more chances uh this episode I guess which was good. I'm I'm glad that happened. Um I think he was outshined by everyone else, but maybe that also was just they got the better stuff. Um but uh I do like the three of them as like a team. I thought Mm I, I think they're I I liked like where they're like candy fiends. I thought that was really funny. Like like they're all just like zonked out on on a a sugar crash. But um, yeah, I'm I'm glad we're getting to see him more though. Maybe maybe we'll finally get uh, a little a little comeback here from him.
2: Yeah, and maybe if if Coop didn't have such a breakout, we wouldn't be as disappointed in Sam. But it is with of Like I am enjoying Coop every episode. He at least gets a line I, or two in. I'm finally.
1: I I, don't, I'm not, I wasn't as high on Coop as you guys were in the first few episodes, but I, this one was great. He was fantastic.
2: All right. Anything else we want to talk about before we go to the awards for this episode? Kevin? No, I just
1: thought. if I, overall. Um, I liked the line where Maya. Uh, was like it'd be like if the if the US beat the Soviets and they're like the US did beat the Soviets yeah. Funny. Um, yeah, I'd say they're, the they're only thing of... with
0: the only thing yeah. with that is I thought a little bit too quick on the delivery. Um and also strange coincidence. I was just in Lake Placid the site of the US beating the Soviets. So weird wow. to, to see that <laughs> they knew um like 3 days ago recently
1: um i also i i liked um okay we, we got to come up with, with a nickname for 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 the candy fiends I, although i like candy fiends yeah um but or the bookie crew or something like that i mean you um, could just
0: call them the three musketeers that's
1: oh that's good i like it that's why tommy coming in hot <laughs> um uh I, I really liked them rooting against the kids in the stands i thought that was really fun yeah that was um, good that was good. Uh, oh, a, a quick little bonus thing. An- another thing that I thought was really good about this episode is the music was very good. I liked the music
0: a lot. Interesting. Yeah.
2: I can't say I specifically noticed it, but I just specific. It wasn't like a bad thing either. I
0: feel like. Yeah. One, one question for Mike. um, And before we get into awards is, you know, we've talked a lot about the hockey and everything other than, you know, Coach Cole being like, shoot, you know, and he's got six seconds to try to wind up. You know, what did you think of, like, some of the action sequences for hockey? I liked it as someone who doesn't follow hockey as much.
2: Yeah, there was nothing that was, like, really, like, bad. I mean, other than Jay standing there for five seconds and he's cold. Like, shoot it. Shoot it. Like, you got to shoot it. And then he doesn't shoot. it. Like, I like that he passed up his opportunities. That was a good way to, like, that's something that I can see is very, like, sort of... um, realistic in terms of someone who doesn't have the confidence to shoot, but yeah, the, the whole thing with the glitch in the shot, eh, but I, I understand where they're going. So I'm willing to forgive that a little bit. And yeah, the, just the time he had to just stand there and consider things was a little unrealistic, but again, I, I, I'm willing to give them leeway, leeway because I understood what they were doing, but everything else in terms of the hockey and how it all went down, I thought was really good. And Again, Josh Dumel being able to skate, I think, is a huge advantage for them. So, Have you ever had a
1: case of the yips like that, Mike?
2: I mean, no. Not to where, like, it super (laughs) affects my shot. Like, I've definitely had times where, you know, you make a bad pass and then you're nervous to pass or you're nervous to go up the middle again or something like that. Yeah. And I think Colin Cole was – but like, I think again, I think his heart's in the right place. Like you just have to do it again. You have to have the do it once you do it again. You get the confidence. Yeah. It's not as big of a deal. So, uh, yeah, I, I didn't think it was too bad. Uh, just you know, giving them leeway to help them tell their story. But let's take a short break here, and then we will give our awards for episode three. we are back we are going with our episode awards our mvp our lvp and our quote of the episode
0: as usual we start with the mvp tommy who's your mvp today so my mvp would have been maya just because i really liked all the, the candy stuff i thought she was very good in it she she really kind of shone during you know all the screen time she got but i'm gonna give it to rich eisen i think <laughs> that that really pushed this uh, episode over the the top. His um his lines, his delivery, um I, I really like when kind of shows and any kind of media will make fun of itself. And I was like, yes, there are adults playing against kids; they should be kicking the shit out of them, you know, that kind of thing. It's like I bet you there are some other parts of the series where it's like it, a little bit of kind of like you know self awareness breaking the fourth wall would have been good. Like, you know, one thing. Um, I didn't like is when Alex was like, I coached this team to the state championship, you know, last year, or whatever. It's just like, yeah. How much can we ignore Gordon Bombay? Like, <laughs> yeah. Um, and also,
1: would, no, you didn't. <laughs> yeah. And it's
0: like, she could have been like, well, mostly myself, like a little line like that would have been right. great. And so that's why I'm giving it to Rich Eisen with a very strong honorable mention to Maya.
2: Maya, Maya's is a good pick. When I was trying to think of MVP candidates, I definitely overlooked Maya. Cause she, yeah, she sort of carried, the whole uh side story there my mvp was also rich eisen uh, as i mentioned before i think he it was it was such like an out there concept where i was like really are they gonna make us sort of believe it and then he came in and sort of poked right at it and made fun of it and i think that sort of redeemed it so i'm also giving it to rich but kevin your mvp
1: I, I, I think we'll go unanimous here with Rich Eisen. It, it reminded me so much of um like Al Michaels and uh uh Bob Costas in uh and Dan Patrick in um basketball. Um so which which was just, you know, that that is one of my favorite movies ever. Uh I thought it was really good. I, I do I think my second place finisher would have been Koob, um, mm-hmm. just because I thought he was fantastic. I don't, I wanna mention that, but I like Maya too. But I'm gonna give my my weekly honorable mention to Marnie as well.
2: Yes. Marnie continues. She just doesn't have enough screen time. I wonder if we get we get some sort of an episode like that's not necessarily Marnie focused, but maybe she gets a side story or something.
0: I could see her like talking a kid into like coming back to the camp or something like that. You know, if Evan or something, or even if like let's say Evan and Sophie break up, Marnie's the one who's just like, Hey Evan, like you're a great guy, whatever. This is why she dumped you or something. Like having like a really good, like down to earth moment. Or like getting, getting someone back to where they need to be. I can see that happening.
2: Mm-hmm. All right, let's go to our LVP here. We'll we'll go back to Kevin, your least valuable player.
1: I'm gonna I'm gonna go strictly from a gameplay perspective and go with Jace and like come on, mm. bro. Like <laughs> this is brutal. Like this is uh, like I mean, like I can't. I I think that is one thing that's that bothers me a little bit about it it's like it's so far fetched that somebody would be this bad in that situation like he can still move the stick in a motion that makes the puck go forward like come on dude
0: like even
1: if it misses by six feet he can still hit the puck forward I think that's kind of the thing that's bugging me about it um but yeah I'm just gonna go with Jace for uh for on the ice uh only uh I I think he's doing a, a good job as an actor though. I think the character
0: is good. I like it.
2: Tommy, you're LVP.
0: Man, that's a a good argument from Kevin. I might need to rethink mine a little bit. You know, um, I'm going to give it to Jace as well. Um, And and also, I think my main sticky point, though, is still like I didn't like his dialogue. Um, And to me, it was just a little bit kind of strange. Um, But at the same time, you know, we were critical of Sophie, like last episode, right. For like kind of the whole parent thing going, you know, missing. And then next episode it's kind of redeemed. Okay. Remember right. we're thinking of this or an arc. So we might get some more J stuff, or I know we will. Um, but uh, the next episode is called like draft day or something. So it'll be very, very interesting to see what these teams look like for like, you know, who um, Alex is coaching. Obviously it's going to be the ducks, but I wonder if Evan's not on the team, but Jace is or something like that. Mm-hmm.
1: Jason, Sophie on the same team, baby
0: oh that's good yeah i think
2: evan definitely goes somewhere else and i think alex as we sort of preview our prediction i think alex has a chance to draft evan and says no i'm gonna let him be free and then she she gets jace and you know whoever else fries and dirty cobra kai season six baby there you go um and then yeah my lvp though back to lvp I'm going to go with Alex just for the reasons I mentioned. She just, I felt like she was repeating what she did in, in season one and she didn't really learn from anything. So I'm going with Alex there. Uh, quote wait, of the episode. Oh, go ahead. Wait, quick quick note on
1: Jace. I did have in my notes that he's very, he's channeling d uh, D3 Charlie uh, a good bit.
0: Yeah. Same haircut and everything. <laughs> yeah.
2: That's a good one. That's a good one. Kind of a, uh, just, just moody. And, yeah. 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 And, you know, if, I, if you talk to our quack lights, D3 Charlie was channeling D1 and 2 Jesse. So there's a whole line there, but uh, that's another topic. The Oreo
0: line, Mike. Is like, oh, oh.
2: <laughs> wow. Well done. Well done. That's another topic for another day. A uh, Quote of the episode. Uh, I mentioned this one before. I did like Rich Eisen saying, oh, the coaches must be very proud of themselves, beating children 12 to 4. Uh, so that
0: is my quote of the episode. We'll go to Tommy, your quote. Mine is from Marty and it was the opener from Mike. It was, uh, I promise to do better at lying to children or lying to kids, uh, whatever exactly it was. But that was, um, that was mine. And she, that was like before all the Rich Eisen stuff. Um, and you know how how much I liked Rich Eisen's performance in this. So that's how much I liked that quote. That was very good. Yes. The, the full, the full quote is, he
1: knows he broke me. I'm so sorry. And I promise I will start, or I will get better at lying to kids. And yes, yeah. that was the quote of the episode.
2: There you go. There you go.
1: Yeah, In, that in, a, was... in, a, in an episode full of great quotes, right.
2: that was a standout among them. That was probably my number two. Um, so I, I I can appreciate that. I can get on board with that. There you go. Episode three. We got seven episodes left here, folks. This is ex- exciting, but also, you know, possibly sad times. I always get nervous that this could be the end. Like, we waited so long for a Mighty Dex reboot, and now it's here eventually it's gonna end and it's gonna be sad but that's time for a different that's a that's some thoughts for a different time we gotta stay positive here as we run through the seven episodes chewy is back kevin's dog is back he makes an appearance at least once an episode so he got it in for this episode She, oh she sorry sorry chewy my apologies (laughs) For us, thequackaday.com. Go there, contact us at QuackTickPod on Twitter, Facebook.com slash QuackTickPod. Go to iTunes. Give us five stars. Tell us your quote of the episode. Uh, thanks to all our producers. Uche, I think, is still the most recent producer. Uh, check out the Discord. A lot of people joining the Discord recently. A lot of discussion in there uh, regarding these episodes and a bunch of other stuff. And remember, ducks fly together.
0: Ducks fly together. Bye. Like to be the manager of the Quacketown. The Quack-a-Dick is back, Jack. Oh yeah.